On the night of April 12, 1980, Richard William Tolbert, Jr. was fast asleep in his home in Liberia's capital, Monrovia. At that time, Liberia was considered a stable corner of a continent fraught with unrest, civil war, and coups. Tolbert had served as Liberia's president since 1971, when he took over from his predecessor, William Tubman. Tubman had governed the West African country for 27 years before that. Tolbert had no reason to believe that his presidential term would end any time soon, Liberia was a one-party state, and had been since the country's founding by freed American slaves, the first of whom arrived in 1820. In 1847, the African-American settlers declared Liberia an independent country. Since then, an elite group consisting of the freed slaves' descendants had governed Liberia, while the country's native inhabitants had been marginalized. Together with Ethiopia, Liberia is the only African country that has never been a colony. Early that April morning, Sergeant Samuel Canyon Doe snuck into Tolbert's house with a handful of officers and soldiers, all members of Liberia's native population. Witnesses have testified that Doe cut out Tolbert's entrails while he slept, and 26 of Tolbert's supporters were killed in battle. The erstwhile president's corpse was thrown into a mass grave along with other victims of the coup. On April 22nd, following brief trials, Thirteen ministers were publicly executed. A number of the previous regime's supporters were also arrested. The coup set in motion a series of events that cast Liberia into twenty-five years of chaos, leading to two civil wars and numerous colorful heads of state. In order to become a dictator, you obviously must achieve one thing. Power. Easier said than done. There are a limited number of countries on earth and an abundance of people who crave power and political influence. When you consider the way power has changed hands throughout history, the road to the top can be surprisingly simple. An aspiring dictator has several possibilities. Some receive help from foreign actors, while others are democratically elected. Still others achieve power by chance, by having the right parents or simply being in the right place at the right time while some are pawns in a game without realizing it. For most dictator hopefuls, seizing control of a country requires hard work and careful planning. Luckily, there are various paths to dictatorship that fit different countries and situations. If you harbor an inner dictator, you should give diligent thought to how you will achieve your dream. History is full of botched attempts, and a botched attempt can quickly send you into exile, or, if you're less fortunate into the grave. Luckily, a number of methods have been tried and tested with time, and a handful have a relatively good success rate. Once you've set your sights on dictatorship, it becomes a question of where you should proceed. The most natural choice may be your homeland, but the conditions there might not always be favorable. It is significantly more difficult to become dictator of a country deeply rooted in democracy than of those that already host authoritarian regimes. Dictators generally take over from previous dictators, and one despot typically gives way to a new one. Of course, that rule isn't set in stone. Take Latin America, where a number of former dictatorships such as Argentina and Chile are now well-established democracies. When it comes to Western Europe, Portugal and Spain were dictatorships not too long ago. The Eastern European dictatorships fell even more recently. Yet democracy doesn't always last forever. 
Vladimir Putin has pulled Russia further away from a well-functioning democracy than it was prior to his tenure. If he doesn't yet warrant the title of absolute dictator, there is much to suggest that such a status is exactly what he has in mind. In recent years, democratically elected leaders in many Latin American countries have granted themselves broader powers and limited the freedom of the press. That doesn't necessarily mean these leaders will become dictators. Latin America, after all, has a tradition of wavering between dictatorship and democracy, but they are certainly moving in the same direction taken by previous despots on a quest for absolute power. Even in Western Europe, democracy cannot be considered secure and everlasting. Modern representative democracy is a relatively new invention, and it is difficult to know how robust it will prove over long periods. There are also instances where people actually surrender power through the democratic process. In 2000.